Hey, welcome back, everybody. Bienvenidos a Dapper Dividends, numero 41, number 41. I appreciate you spending a little bit of your time with me and hanging out with me so I can talk to you about some dividends I bought. And I'm actually coming to you from my closet right now. And my young cat, Mr. Louie, the black cat Louie, is poking his head into here. He doesn't understand what's going on because he usually sleeps in here. So I am in my closet. And I'm in the closet because we have some friends over. It's a Friday night. The kids wanted to get together with some of their friends and some of the adults. So I told them, uh, I got a show to do. So give me a few minutes. And they said, oh, we'll, we'll be quiet. And, I, you know, I know how that's going to go. So my cat's walking on my legs. I love it. I love it. This is the dedication. I said, nope. You know what? It's fine. You guys enjoy yourselves. I'll be out in a little bit. And we're going to get down to it. And actually, as I came home today, I wanted to talk about, I noticed my goal that I have written down and it's on the wall. The goal that says that today is my 50th birthday. I am debt free and my passive income covers all my expenses. Have you done that yet? Have you written down your goal and declared to the universe what your goal and what your intention is so you can work toward it and the work and the universe can reward you with your goal. That's something I firmly believe in. That's something I think everybody should do. It not only what you you could call it woo woo or whatever, but it really does help you to focus. Every morning I see that I have three things on my wall where I put my work boots on every morning. I have a picture of the USS John C. Stennis that says "Look Ahead." That is the ship that I was on in my twenties, my early twenties. And it signifies to me where I have been. That's something I know where I came from. And then I have the famous Warren Buffett quote that says, if you don't learn to make money while you sleep, you will work until you die. That keeps me motivated in the present to keep making that money. Why I'm doing what I'm doing. And then the last is the one I just told you about that helps me to stay on track, stay focused, stay working toward an exact, specific, purposeful goal, which is what we all should be with our money and our time and our life is purposeful. Because if you don't have a purpose, what are you working for? What are you doing? Are you just working to pay bills until you die? Have a goal, have something to work forward to. And as I said in my last episode, that excellence is opportunity. It's not an opportunity. Excellence is a choice. Excellence is a choice that you have that's always available to you at every opportunity in your life. You can always choose to be excellent. And I tweeted out on Twitter that, so here's a little backstory. Yesterday in Chicago here, it has been really hot. And yesterday I had a very, for lack of a better word, crappy job. I was at the Schaumburg Fire Department. We had to replace springs, myself and another co-worker. We had to place, replace big garage door springs. And of course, heat rises. So when it's very hot, it's about 15 to 20 degrees warmer up by the ceiling where the springs are than on the ground. And my co-worker was complaining how hot it was. And I, I, told, I told him, embrace the suck. He had never heard that before. I said, you know what, man, we got to do this. We don't have a choice. We got to get, well, we do have a choice. That's, that's another story I could get into that I'm there voluntarily. When you're in the military, unless you're in the military or in prison, you have a choice whether you want to be there or not. And you could leave. I literally could have gotten the truck, drove back to the shop, said, yeah, I quit. I'm done. 
So always keep that in mind. You have a choice, whatever you're doing, wherever you're doing it, unless you're in prison or in the military, you can quit. So I told him, we have to do this. Let's see how sweaty we can get. This will be great. Let's see if we can be dripping with sweat. Just think of it as we're replacing springs in a sauna. I've never done that before. And I taught him about embracing the suck and he got on board with it. He was okay. He said, all right, let's get all sweaty and nasty. Let's see, let's do it. So we did it. We got it knocked out. We got it done. We embraced the suck together and uh, everything turned out fine. Little bit of a sidebar here, turmeric, sounds like an ad I'm going to do, isn't it? It's not. Trust me, it's not. My wife bought turmeric and I've been taking it and I didn't really know what it was. So the quick, you know, little definition is it's it's basically a, a spice that's traditionally used in Indian food and it contains curcumin, which is great for uh, your brain. It's an antioxidant that travels easily from the blood to your brain and it helps you protect you from free radical damage. So very good for the brain. I've been taking it and she actually yelled at me and said, why are you taking my turmeric? You're gonna, you're gonna take it all. So I said, well, I got to now. I learned what it does. I need more turmeric in my life. So check it out for you. See if turmeric is something that might be right for you. And actually dovetail, well, it's not dovetailing. It's just crowbarring my way back into the previous thought was I always want to do two things a day if I can. I look for two things I don't want to do, whether it's something small and mundane, like cleaning some spots off of your bathroom sink or off your bathroom mirror, excuse me, that's been there for a few days. Uh, You figure, oh, it's not not the day to clean. You know, we do it on Thursdays. So if it's Tuesday, I'll say, oh, I can stay there. No, you know, don't be lazy. I look for two things and a lot of times it's at my work, like yesterday when I was up on that scissors lift, 20 some feet in the air, sweating my butt off. I said, you know what? I don't want to do this, but let's do it. Let's embrace the suck. Let's get it done. Let's do it. So that's what what I did. That's uh, what's been going on with me in this very hot week. It's been funny. I don't even look at the the temperature in the morning. I just know it's going to be hot. And I say, I'm going to sweat today. I'm going to sweat today. I'm going to sweat tomorrow. And until it cools off and I don't sweat, I'll just plan on sweating every day. And the day that I don't sweat at work, I will be pleasantly surprised. So that's what's been going on. And here's what's been going on in my taxable portfolio, which you've all been waiting for. Let's get to it. So instead of saying on Tuesday, I'm going to say on uh, the 25th of August, So if anybody, well, everybody's listening to this in the past because I don't live stream it. So you all are listening to me in the past. Hey, what's up past? I'm in the future doing something different. So on 825, August 25th, I bought two shares of IBM at $124.63. And that does pay $1.63 per share per quarter. And that is a, they currently pay a very nice yield, in my opinion, of 5.23%. So right there, I added $13.04. Check that out. Just on those two shares of IBM, that's $13.04 currently, and that's going to grow of annual income that I just bought that's going to be given to me. So I worked my butt off for those dollars that I used to buy IBM. Now it's time for those dollars to work their butt off for me. I love that thought. (laughs) That's such a great thought. I don't have to do anything more for them. They're like little workers that I earned 
And instead of just spending them and never seeing them again, sending them uh, on a bon voyage to somewhere, I said, no, I got a job for you. Every dollar. I said, here we go, boys. I got an exact, ladies, boys, you know, they're not real. Get over it. Not going to get political here, but they're, uh, I got a job for you. So that's what they're doing. I put those dollars to work for me. So someday I won't have to do any work at all if I don't want to. And all those dollars I earned, they'll keep laboring and working their butts off for me. Oh, Neo, Neo, Neo. I got myself in a little bit of trouble. If you remember, I bought a August, I'm sorry, a September 4th, which is a week from today, a put because I think Neo, as I showed on the chart in my YouTube video, Neo has been going up and it is way overbought. So it's going to be coming down. And I made a bet. Yeah, I haven't been to a casino in a while. So this is basically a bet I made that Neo will be at or below $15.50 by September 4th. And for the privilege of that contract, I paid 65 cents a share or $65. Yeah, a little bit much and I, I can get out of it. And I know I said I was, but I got busy and I didn't think it would drop that quick as Neo kept going up in price, the puts go down. So I didn't get a chance to set a stop loss, which I should have. And by the time I looked later in the day, it was worth about $25, $28. I let it go. I, I basically said, all right, whatever. I don't go to casinos. I hardly gamble. So we'll we'll see what happens. This will be my gamble. And then I, <laughs> I doubled down on the next day, August 26th. And that put, remember, I bought for $65, $0.65. Well, it's now $24 or $0.24 cents a share. So I paid 89 bucks for two of them, got that average down to whatever that is, 50-something. I got two of them. They expire next Friday. I'll let you know what happens on Tuesday, how it's looking. But I have a feeling Neo's going to go down a little bit more here. And then what did I buy the next day? August 27th, I bought two shares of Duke. I keep adding to Duke. I love Duke at $79 area, under 80. I'm buying, I'm adding. I don't care what anyone says. So I bought two shares at $79.52. They do pay 96 and a half cents a share per quarter. So that's a 4.85% yield. Loving it. I'm loving anything that's really giving me over three and a half percent yield because with today's interest rates, you're not getting squat. So that's just great and beautiful. So that added $7.72 of annual income. Uh, yeah, if you, if you don't know, Duke is basically an energy service. They, uh, they have what million customers or so. I think last time I looked in the Carolinas, Florida, uh, Ohio, Kentucky, and Indiana states. People buy, People need energy. People need electricity. Just think of that too. They won't be affected if we go the more Teslas and the more EVs in this craze that come online. Oh, that means more electricity is going to be needed, more power plants, more nuclear and coal power plants. So the energy companies, I like buying them while they've been depressed. So I keep adding a Duke. I like Duke. Solid company. And then, and that same day on the 27th, I also bought one more share of IBM. We went over IBM. They have a very nice low PE, high, high payout ratio. And I did buy that one share at $124.14. And then the last but not least today, uh, August, what is it? I'm losing my mind. Today is August 28th. I bought a share of Pepsi. 
ticker symbol PEP at $137.70. They do pay a 2.96% yield. Yes, that is a little bit lower, but they are as blue chip and quality as they come in my honest and humble opinion. Uh, did I say I bought that $137.70? I believe I did. So that added $4.09 of annual income to the portfolio. So all in all this week, check it out. I added $31.37 of annual income. That is just phenomenal. A lot of people don't see it. And I first was aware of dividend growth investing. I, I started coming it started coming into my range of my field of awareness, so to speak, around late 2015, early 2016. And I remember I tried to get into it in 2016. I bought, I think I bought it eight or nine or 10 shares of AT&T. I was going to start doing it and I just didn't fully grasp it and understand it. And I thought, this is stupid. I'm buying these short, the, all the, I'm putting this money up to get an extra like 47 cents per share at the time. And I got to wait 90 days for that. And I poo-pooed it and AT&T went up a little bit and I sold it. And it just, as I've told you before, I'm a really bad trader. I try to be a good trader. I know what the chart's doing, but I have good entry points. I just, I can't stick my stop losses and my targets. I want to leave my money in. When it goes up, I get greedy. And when it goes down, I get fearful that if I pull it, it's going to bounce and I'm going to lose money. So hand in glove, what's the best way for someone like me? That's right. Dividend growth investing. I am an income focused investor. I love it. I can buy and hold and buy and hold and buy and hold and hold and buy. And then when I'm done buying and holding, I buy and hold some more. So I really absolutely love that. Oh, have you noticed I've been a little bit better with the so? I'm not saying so as much. My wife just told me though, that's how I talk. Apparently that's how I speak. When we're talking, I say so a lot. So <laughs> in the self-directed IRA on August 24th, I forgot to mention this, but I bought a, or I sold, I'm sorry, excuse me. I sold a Altria covered call and it expires on September 18th and it is worth $46. Uh, not worth $46, excuse me, that's the, sh the strike price. My my cat's crying, he wants to be let out of the room, but you gotta wait, buddy. You're gonna you need like 10 more minutes, just wait. I don't know if you can hear him. So yeah, I, I sold an Altria, ticker symbol MO covered call uh, for 20 cents a share. So I got $20 and it is for $46. So this is pretty good. I did it again. This is pretty good because my average is 39 something. I didn't write it down. If this gets called away, I will be paid $46 a share. So from 39 to 46 plus the $20 that I get to keep no matter what the 20 cents a share is the premium that somebody paid me for the privilege of selling them that contract and not doing anything with my hundred shares. We'll see what happens with that. But if Altria is at 47, 48, 49, that's fine. I'm still going to make, uh, you know, 800 some bucks. I don't know. I'm bad in math. You know, I'm bad in math. Don't make me do math. Stop it. August 25th then. And I went over the Honeywell and IBM in the last episode. What I love about them and what really got me going was the quantum computing. Very cool. Not going to get into it because I'm 
gonna try and keep this somewhat short go to youtube google honeywell quantum computing or ibm and quantum computers uh, you'll find a bevy of articles about it explaining it really cool stuff that is going on with honeywell of all people you wouldn't think them to be quantum in the quantum computing game but they are they sure are i bought two shares of honeywell at 164 dollars and 50 cents they do pay a 90 cent per share quarterly dividend, which is 2.17%. But again, so if you take a little bit less on the yield, as long as they have a good compound annual growth rate, which I did not write it down because people were distracting me. Hello. You can look it up yourself, the compound annual growth rate. As long as they're growing that very nicely and it's very safe and secure, I'll take a little bit of a yield uh, reduction or not reduction, just re in comparison to some others. Honeywell, very solid, very safe company. And then I started today a new position, ding, brand new position of GPC, ticker symbol GPC. Genuine Parts Company, uh, five shares at $94.95. They do pay 79 cents per share per quarter. Do you like this voice? I'm trying to keep it entertaining. So some of the things I've listened to, they say you need to keep your audience engaged and you need to have more inflection and tonality in your voice. So I'm at this weird thing and I'm hoping it goes away where I want to speak to you like you're hanging out with me and I'm talking to you, but I don't want it to be boring. So I'm trying to find this middle ground where I would kind of talk to a friend, but I don't want to sound boring. I just... I don't want to just read numbers at you like this and put you all to sleep. So this sounds like a national public radio voice. So <laughs> I don't want to do that. So let's, what was I saying about GPC? GCPD. Have you ever seen that popped in my head? I got a lot of stuff that pops in my head. Um, Batman, Gotham it's called. We used to watch that, the wife and I. And it was kind of the running joke. If you took a drink, every time they say GCPD for Gotham City Police Department, they say it a lot in that show. They do pay 3.37% yield. So that's very nice. That's over the 3%. Be nice if it was over 3.5%, but I will take it in this yield-starved environment. Uh, oh, Honeywell, that added $7.20 of annual income for those two shares. And then for GPC, that added $15.80 per uh, for annual income. My apologies, everybody, but people are talking and outside the door and I'm being distracted here. Uh, GPC, so it's a $13.7 billion company. So it's decent size. In a nutshell, they make replacement auto and industrial parts. They were founded in 1928. They have about 50,000 employees. And the part I like that really drove me to them is they've been paying for just over 60 years annual dividend hikes. Very solid what you want to see. Uh, those dividends currently are only 38% of cash flow. According to MarketBeat, I, was, I didn't want to look at the balance sheet. Oh, speaking of the balance sheet, I'm going to get off track here. I'm taking a course in balance sheet and financial sheet reading how to be more proficient and better at that because I need to be better. I have the few things that I look at, but it's not good enough. I want to know more. I need to do better. And there's an old saying, I don't know if it's old saying, but 
there's two ways that you're going to learn. You're either that you're going to pay to learn. You're either going to pay with money or you're going to pay with trial and error or time. And money is the most renewable resource we have, as I've always said, and the least renewable resource and most limited resource we know of is time. So it just makes sense. I paid a, uh, I paid an instructor, a CPA, to teach me the finer points of the balance sheets and the financial statements, the prescient parts and how to better learn and read it myself. And then it'll be done once and for all and I will have that skill. Cool thought, huh? So so 77% of GPC is owned by institutions. That's really nice high number to see. Um, their car parts were 56% of the first quarter revenue. So massive part is the car parts of their revenue. But a third, surprisingly, as I was reading an article, came from industrial machinery sales. That's cool. You like to see them branching out like that and not just being in the automotive sector. That's something I look for is diversification within a company. And I love global diversification, which they do. Their last earnings per share was, uh, they estimated it to be 93 cents and it was $1.32 the actual. So just as an income focused investor, this is probably gonna go down a little bit. It's toward the upper end of its range from what I see. And I'm just, I, you know, I don't know what's going to stop the market momentum, but right now it has so much momentum going up and it's not going to stop until something stops it. So whether that's the election or another black swan event, we don't know, but it's got momentum. People keep putting money in and what's going to drive it down is when people stop putting money in and people pull it out and then everything's going to drop just like we saw in March with the panic selling. Everybody was selling everything crazy. So as an income focused investor, I love it. That's what I'm buying for. And one of the reasons I was looking at this is this is something that I do. I keep my cars. I, I don't buy new cars. I solely buy used cars and I keep them until the wheels fall off until it's just, it looks ridiculous driving it. And we need, well, my wife usually talks me out of it. I, I would keep it a lot longer, but it gets to a point where she says, okay, I know you, we won't buy new, but we need to upgrade upgrade to a newer used car, new to us is what we do. But people in general that I hear are mostly keeping cars longer, buying used. It's very smart to do. I would suggest buying a used car and keeping it as long as you possibly can. But used car sales were up in uh, 17% in June. And I think that's obviously the stimulus had a bunch to do with that. Uh, also to go along with the shortage of new vehicle inventory based on COVID. And the loans are cheap. That Right now you can get a 36 month loan on a used car for 4.73%, which is about half of where it was a year ago. That's cool. That's good for GPC and the parts that they make. I, I love it. And as I... I want to tell you that I cannot stand being in debt and especially being in debt over an appliance. That's what I consider a car unless you drive for Uber. A car is an appliance that gets you from point A to point B and it rapidly depreciates in value unlike your brain, which is the quantum computer that you should always be upgrading with research and development with R&D. You, you got to set aside funding for your brain for the R&D, man. You just got to do it. And girls, if you're listening. But when you get out of debt, and this is a fun thought that every time I pay 
more towards my debts. Well, I only have one debt left and that's the mortgage. That's the one I'm chopping down every single Monday, like clockwork. I pay $250 to my mortgage every Monday. And that's on top of the monthly mortgage payment. Basically, when you get out of debt and when you knock off any kind of a debt, you've given yourself a raise because you, you get to keep that money instead of sending it off. So that's cool. That's one more motivating factor that should help keep you out of debt is that you're going to give you want to give yourself a raise, pay off your debts, do whatever it takes to get out of debt. Stop making other people rich. Well, I thank you guys for listening. Uh, I hope you follow me. Follow me on Twitter at RustyRam78. Show's not over yet. I got my song of the show that I'm going to get to in a minute here. Uh, Go to YouTube, Dapper Dividends YouTube channel. There's a YouTube playlist where my song of the show will be at. And what else? I'm doing all kinds of stuff. DapperDividends.com. We're slowly doing that thing. School started, so it threw a little bit of a monkey wrench. We're learning. We're developing. We're trying to come up with content. And it's, it's a process. It's not always easy, but the wife and I are learning and we're committed to learning. Check that out, Dapper Dividends. I'm on Twitter at RustyRam78. Let me know something you want to talk about. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, creative or uh, c- uh, constructive criticism, I'll take both of them. I want to hear how I can improve. And I'm going to take a break and I will be right back. And we're back. <laughs> I always laugh. I love doing that. So I'm going to let you in on a little bit of a secret here, what I do. That's one of the only few things I do with the editing. So I'll stop it there. And you can hear I change the music up just so I get to this part of the show. But I literally say like this. And I'll be right back. And we're back. And all I do is I just find that spot. I cut it right in between that though that breath. And away we go. We got different music and it sounds like I, I took a break. You don't know how long I was gone. I could have been gone for half an hour, but I'm not. And I'm here and I've got my song of the show. This is a fun one. King of Pop, Michael Jackson. He has a lot of songs, but this song in particular, I was a child of the 80s. I was born in 1978. So I got a lot of that flair of the 70s. A lot of the houses when I was a kid still had 1960s and 70s decor. You got to think of that. When I was uh, when I was seven or eight years old, that was the mid 80s, and that was what 85 or so. 1975 was only 10 years before that, and and 1970 was 15 years. And if you look at old pictures, the dark. My grandparents had these dark burnt orange drapes and this pea green carpet. Oh, it was horrible. Terrible. What were these people thinking? My God. But that's when I was a kid. And then they eventually, in the late 80s, they got rid of that. So, the decor and the music. I heard a lot of oldies and 1970s music as well. And my mom had the record of Jackson 5. And I remember playing it. And I loved this song. It's just very catchy. I love the bass rhythm. Uh, it's I Want You Back. Little Michael Jackson, just just a brilliant talent. I, you know, say what you want about him. He got a little weird. I'll say it. He's a little weird when he was old. But, man, when you live a life like that in the, in the public spotlight, your entire life, fame and fortune, you know, I guess maybe you get a pass to be a little bit weird. I just... 
I just hope that the allegations are false and people were money hungry and he really didn't try and hurt anybody or inappropriately do anything to people because as an entertainer and a performer, the man had oodles of talent. Obviously, you know, here I am sitting in my closet describing Michael Jackson to all of you. If you don't know who Michael Jackson is, I don't know what to say. Go to YouTube and look up Michael Jackson. Watch yourself a documentary, which we just did watch a documentary called Fed Up. That's an interesting one. It came out in 2014, and it's basically about the food industry and the sugar industry. Here I am buying more Pepsi. You know, I don't think it's going to change, but it it, it was kind of propaganda-y, but it's propaganda to make you eat healthier and make you have better decisions and better food and health choices, which, hell, that's not a bad thing. So go to Dapper Dividends playlist. So go to YouTube to the Dapper Dividends playlist and listen to my songs. Just, you can see, I've got all the song uh, shows up, all the songs of the show up there. And they're there. I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to be back. I can't make these go short. I don't know why. I just loquacious. I'm very loquacious and I just keep on blabbering and blabbering. So thank you again for hanging out with me. And please, I want feedback. I want feedback and I want you to leave a review. Do it for me. Do it for your papa. Do it for your papa. Leave a review. I'm telling you, as a former third class petty officer, machinist mate, third class in the United States Navy, I'm telling you to leave a review. Give a thumbs up, whatever platform you're listening on. I don't know them all. If you're on Apple, Leave me a review, a five-star review. I love it. I appreciate it. I do have a link on the Anchor page if you want to get crazy and give me a buck or two that I will reinvest into the show by getting some better equipment and taking out some abs so I Abs? I got abs. Some ads, advertisements. I love you guys. Thank you for listening. Have a good weekend, and I will talk to you on Tuesday.